0: Good morning. You're listening to On This Day with Brian Byrne. It's Thursday, 7th of May 2020, and this is a Caculin Diary podcast. On 7th of May 1915, the British ocean liner RMS Lusitania was sunk by a German submarine 18 kilometres off the south coast of Ireland. She sank swiftly, with the loss of 1,198 passengers and crew. The ship was on its 202nd transatlantic trip, having left New York six days before. Though there was no immediate warning before the U-boat fired its torpedo, Germany had placed 50 newspaper advertisements in the United States, saying that it would be dangerous to sail on her. The sinking was within the area around the United Kingdom, which Germany had declared a war zone and they claimed the Lusitania was a legitimate target because she was regularly carrying tons of ammunition to Britain. Because the casualties included 128 American citizens, the sinking raised a storm of anti-German sentiment in the US. Although it would be nearly two years later before America entered the war in Europe on Britain's side, there is no doubt that the event was a strong element of the process which made that happen. After the Lusitania sinking, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson pushed the Germans to apologize and to compensate the family of the dead Americans. But the Germans were adamant that the ship was a registered auxiliary cruiser and that her cargo manifest listed more than four million rounds of rifle ammunition as well as components for further heavier munitions. Though successive British governments down the decades stated that there were no weapons or heavy munitions on board, despite the public manifest, in 1982 the UK Treasury warned salvage divers that there was a large amount of ammunition in the wreck, some of which was highly dangerous. A number of conspiracy theories have attached to the sinking through the years. Among these were that Britain deliberately exposed the Lusitania to risk of sinking in order to draw America into the war. Another is that the British government had taken considerable steps over the decades to try and hide what was on board, including dropping depth charges on the wreck during World War II. The Lusitania was an iconic ship. Her maiden voyage in 1907 attracted a crowd of 200,000 to see her off from Queenstown, now Cove, in Cork. The ship was equipped with state-of-the-art engines and won the Blue Riband accolade for the fastest Atlantic crossing on just her second voyage. With relative luxury for even second-class and steerage passengers, she represented the newest advancement in steamship technology at a celebration in New York in 1909 of the different modes of transport then in existence. Because her construction and operating expenses were subsidised by the British government, the Lusitania was requisitioned as an armed merchant cruiser at the outbreak of the First World War however there is no indication that the ship was ever armed she was painted grey in the early part of the war to make the ship harder to see but by the time of the sinking she had been repainted in the cunard civilian colours scheduled to arrive in liverpool on that fateful afternoon the ship should have been escorted by two royal navy destroyers But because of a lack of communications codes, the Lusitania's captain refused to provide his position over radio to the waiting escorts. She was also apparently not flying any flags, which was a contravention of cruiser rules of engagement aimed at protecting passenger ships. At the time of impact, there was a total of 1,962 people on board. At ten minutes past two in the afternoon, the commander of U-20 fired one torpedo, which struck Lusitania on the starboard bow just under the wheelhouse. Moments later, there was a second explosion from inside the ship, and it began to sink very rapidly. Only six of the 48 lifeboats were launched successfully because of the severe list. Just eighteen minutes after the torpedo struck, the bow hit the seabed. Of the 764 survivors brought to shore by rescuers, three later died of their injuries. In addition to boats sent from Ireland, the rescue flotilla included an Isle of Man fishing boat, the Wanderer, which brought 150 people ashore. In 2015, a flotilla of boats sailed from the Isle of Man to the site of the sinking to mark the 100th anniversary.